Hi, this is Lucy from the Beaver Office. Today is Friday the 31st of March 2023 and this is your March Newsflash. This month, the RCVS has announced that there will be a 4% fee increase. So for renewal of a UK practising veterinary surgeon, the increase will be £15, which takes it to £379 for the year, while nurses' fees will increase by £3 to £77 per year. A vet has been reprimanded after kicking a horse in a livery yard incident. The RCVS Disciplinary Committee decided that the incident was a single but serious failure that was unlikely to be repeated. There have been proposals that would enable the RCVS to pursue private prosecutions for alleged breaches of the Veterinary Surgeons Act, to enable cases to be brought on a trial basis for a 12-month period from the 1st of April, and provides a maximum budget of £50,000, excluding the cost of staff time for the purpose. Reports of alleged legal practice would be considered on a case-by-case basis and they said their approach is to focus on a legal practice which represents a serious risk of harm to animal health and welfare, the reputation of the veterinary profession and the protection of public health. Don't forget that RCVS council elections remain open and they close at 5pm on Friday the 21st of April so get your votes in. Earlier this month, the BVNA released preliminary findings from surveys carried out as part of their Protect the Title campaign. These revealed that 95% of professionals believe the title veterinary nurse should be protected, with three quarters believing it could help retention of veterinary nursing staff. The survey also revealed that nearly half of the professionals knew someone working in practice who would be described as a veterinary nurse but was not RCVS registered. The BVNA president, Charlotte Pace, said that the RCVS is voicing its support for such change. Also this month, there has been a consultation on the veterinary medicines regulations. Beaver have submitted a response on behalf of its members, making a strong and clear case for consideration of antihelmintic resistance and how tighter control over the sale of wormers needs to be implemented if we're to avoid disaster. There are also proposals being made to address antibiotic resistance, the pathway of new medications coming to market and what actions need to be taken if there are supply chain issues with existing products. The VMD has also launched its Canter initiative, which is a group of volunteers from a number of stakeholders, including Beaver, tackling antihelmintic resistance and the risk this poses for horses. Canter stands for Controlling Anti-Parasitic Resistance in Equines Responsibly and is being led by Claire Stratford of the VMD. The group are looking to publish best practice guidelines before the end of the year, produce guidance on faecal egg counts, undertake research to identify the knowledge gaps and opportunities, and develop a communication strategy to disseminate the information across the industry. For more information, please see the Canter website, canterforhorses.org.uk. The VMD has provided a medicines update, which includes new marketing authorizations for a pergolide tablet product, Presequine, a new meloxicam oral suspension called Metax, and a new moxidectin oral gel called Moxisolve. Find out more on the Beaver Buddy app news section or on the Beaver website. The government also announced in its spring budget plans to extend the free childcare provision of 15 to 30 hours free childcare per week for three and four year olds 
to all children over nine months old from April 2024. With over 60% of the veterinary workforce being female, this will hopefully help some return to work where they may otherwise have not been able to afford to do so. Meanwhile, a VAT suspension on veterinary care and pet food costs was not delivered. The government have announced that they've agreed the new Windsor framework for Northern Ireland between themselves and the EU. This replaces the Northern Ireland protocol and the new framework will make it much easier for pets to be transported from Great Britain to Northern Ireland. However, it does not include any new agreement on veterinary medicines. The previously agreed grace period until the end of 2025 will be maintained, providing time for a new long-term solution to be reached before the rules are enforced. We have some vaccine updates for you. Bowringer has issued an update that Protec Flu is back in stock and ready to order. And Protec Flu TE was able to be obtained earlier than originally anticipated and is now either in wholesalers or will be by the end of this week. MSD have issued an update on their Aquilis vaccine range, which is that Aquilis Prequenza and Prequenza TE and Aquilis TE are all available to order via wholesalers now. Zoetis have issued an update on Equip FT. They expect to have enough supply to meet their current customers' existing demand. However, there continues to be issues with Zoetis's Equip Artivac supply, which is Europe's only licensed EVA vaccine. A new batch of vaccine will not be available until late September at the earliest. The latest equine disease surveillance report provides further information on contingency action that needs to be taken now. A link to that report can be found in the description of this podcast. At the National Equine Forum earlier this month, the Princess Royal presented the Ukraine equine welfare champion, Charlie Thornycroft, with the Sir Colin Spedding Award for working selflessly in challenging and extraordinarily stressful situations. You can watch Charlie's National Equine Forum Memorial Lecture, where she was interviewed by equestrian consultant Alec Lacour about her experience of working in the war zone, evacuating horses and families to Poland before helping to find them new homes elsewhere in the world. All her work was facilitated by the British Equestrians for Ukraine Fund. Beaver continues to run its Power to the Ukraine appeal, which together with British Equestrians for Ukraine is raising money to buy generators to support the care of injured and displaced horses. And with that inspiring story in mind, the Beaver Trust are looking to travel to Morocco this spring with two vet members volunteering to come to the American Fonduc from the 30th of April to the 4th of May. Volunteers should have an interest in theoriology and or ophthalmology and will deliver CPD to veterinarians, students and technicians. And in other news, Vet Partners is rolling out a new £500,000 student bursary programme where students can receive £1,500 for each year of their degree course. There is the potential to be offered jobs in Vet Partners practices afterwards. And for prospective equine veterinary nurses, Vet Skill is celebrating full RCVS accreditation for their Level 3 Diploma in Veterinary Nursing Equine Programme. Hambleton Equine Clinic has become the first in the country to be awarded a certificate as part of the KBHH, Keeping Britain Horses Healthy, Yard Excellence Scheme, which is endorsed by World Horse Welfare and Beaver and promotes vets and yards working together to establish best practice for management and health strategies involving everything from vaccination to worming and biosecurity. 
RVC researchers have been awarded funding to study the cause of the high rates of umbilical cord torsions amongst UK thoroughbreds. Rates here are 10 times that in the US, although Australia also seems to struggle with high rates like the UK. The Alborada Trust will be funding Jessica Roach's RVC team, Amanda Demestra's Cornell team, and collaborating with Rostell's laboratories in Newmarket and Haggards in Kentucky. If you'd like to listen to other Beaver podcasts from March, Tim Barnett has been speaking to Sydney Ricketts, uh, ex-partner at Rostell's in Newmarket, about his life and career in the latest episode of Beaver Pod Legends. Sydney is a recognised specialist in equine stud medicine and equine internal medicine. He played a huge part in the setting up of Rostell's Laboratories and despite retiring, continues to be a veterinary advisor to the TBA, the Thoroughbred Breeders Association, and a committee member to the HBLB and BHA. And this month, we've also had two episodes from the Beaver Pod Life series discussing the Leg Up Coaching Scheme. In the first one, we talked to Kat McKenzie and Heather Frankiel about their experiences as coach and coachee. And then we later speak to Gail Caps in the second episode, who describes why she's found coaching so valuable and rewarding. And with CPD coming up this month in April, we've got the Southwest Evening Meeting, which is talking about ocular and orthopaedic issues at Roadford Lake on Tuesday, the 11th of April at 6pm. Then we have an online course for nurses on Tuesday, the 18th of April, starting at 6.30pm, which looks at the holistic approach to nursing the surgical case. On the 24th and 25th of April, we are fully booked, as always, for our essentials course on pre-purchase examination, which is at West Wiltshire Equestrian Centre. Don't forget this one-day course runs two days back-to-back in both April and October, so that's four days in total per year. The latter is usually at Myers Cove College and is already nearly fully booked for the autumn. So if you want to get on this or have a colleague who does, reserve places well in advance. And then finally, on Tuesday, the 25th of April, there's another online evening clinical catch-up from 8 o'clock till 9 o'clock, discussing bridal fit with Russell McEchney-Guire of Centaur Biomechanics. Don't forget to book your Congress tickets and make the use of the early bird prices and download the Beaver Buddy app so you can keep up to date with all the news, all the resources and make use of the discussion forum that is seeing lots of traffic at the moment and interesting topics being talked about. Thank you and see you next month.